A fugitive sent the police a selfie because he didn't like the mugshot that they posted of him. Chernobyl spirit drinks were seized by security. And a Spanish teacher is in trouble for sucking someone's nipple during a Zoom class conference. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast recorded in a closet by a comedian in Los Angeles. I think. A fugitive sent the police a selfie because he didn't approve of the mugshot that they were circulating to find him. This is a story about vanity, really, when we get down to the the brass tacks of it. This happened in Ohio. A very brazen fugitive sent a selfie to the police department because... He wasn't a big fan of the mugshot that the police shared on his arrest warrant. Uh, Donald Pugh, also known as Chip. Yep, Chip. He was wanted, or is wanted, by officers in Lima, Ohio. Not to be confused with Lima, Peru. This is Lima, Ohio. He failed to appear in court on a driving under the influence charge, and the officers shared Chip's mugshot on their social media. Uh, more specifically, their Facebook, asking the citizens to please share this picture and inform them in case they spot the criminal somewhere. Amusingly, the post was seen by Chip himself, who obviously has a Facebook account, and Chip sent the police department a selfie, <laughs> writing, Hey guys, here is a better photo. The, <laughs> the one that you posted is terrible. <laughs> my goodness, this is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, what a way to give the finger to the police. Uh, the police then issued a statement saying, we thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he would come speak to us at the police department in person about his charges. What are you, stupid? You think Chip's going to come and speak to you voluntarily? Chip don't give a damn. If Chip is the kind of guy who sends you a little prank like this? You think he's going to show up and turn himself in? Are you out of your mind, Ohio police? Lima PD? Chip's post went viral. (laughs) A lot of shares. 2,000 shares. Oh, man, 4,000 likes. (laughs) People love a good story. That wasn't the end of the story. A few days later, Chip also called into a local radio station. (laughs) Man, Chip is confident. Don't care. He called into the radio station telling them why he sent the police a new photo. He said, man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or or maybe even James Brown on the run. Ah, they can't do that. (laughs) I don't know what he means by they made him look like a Thundercat. I don't see that in the picture myself, but you know. It says, his viral fame came to an abrupt end a few days later. He was finally arrested in all places. Can you guys guess? Florida. Chip made it all the way down to Florida. Is that where he sent the selfie from? It's like, hey, guys, that selfie, the, the photo of me sucks. Here's one with me at the beach. Okay, there's palm trees. This one's more appropriate. And then they used it to find him. Hmm, it looks like Chip has made his way to Florida. The police had a statement the day of his arrest saying, thank you to the power of social media and the tips that were called into the authorities. We have learned that Chip has been arrested in Florida. 
He is being held for warrants out of Columbus, Georgia as well, which he was out of uh, when, they, when he was in Florida. I'm sorry, when he was in Ohio. I can't get this straight. All these warrants that this guy has. He's just wanted in what, three different states? How do people like this get around? I mean, well, they don't. They get, they get somewhere and then they get caught is what happens. Uh, this guy, of course, was way too confident. How long did you think you were going to go, Chip, without being caught? You keep sending him selfies like that. And now we have Chip going down as the most vain criminal of all time. Clearly, clearly Generation Z here, because really gives a damn about the selfies. You know, selfies are part of his world and even wants to make sure he looks good in the mugshot that's being shared on social media as well. <laughs> it's a new generation of criminals, guys. Chernobyl spirit drinks were seized by the Ukraine security. The first bottles of an artisanal spirit made using apples grown near the Chernobyl nuclear power plant have been seized by the Ukrainian authorities. The Chernobyl Spirit Company has 15, uh, said 1,500 bottles of atomic alcohol drink were confiscated and taken to the prosecutor's office in Kiev. Officers took the shipment from a truck at a distillery. The spirit, its producers say, is Chernobyl's first consumer product since the 1986 nuclear disaster. Should you guys be putting out consumer products that are edible and drinkable? I'm wondering. <laughs> I mean, this is a radioactive piece of property, last I checked. I mean, if you guys want to make, I don't know, baby clothes, that's probably okay. <laughs> no, no, that's probably not okay. I don't know, maybe you guys want to make parking cones or softball gloves, something like that. But uh, anything that's edible or a beverage, I'm going to say thumbs down on if it comes from Chernobyl, from that zip code, the area code, whatever. Let's find out some more information. Though. Maybe, the, maybe these spirits weren't really imbued with any radioactive fallout. I mean, it's possible. It's been a long time. I don't know how the radioactive levels uh, you know, can dissipate over time. I'm not a scientist says here they're now waiting the outcome of an investigation by the Ukrainian security services, but say they have no idea why the shipment, which was destined for the UK, was seized. Well, yeah, you don't know why it was seized because, you know, people are trying to in like incorporate safeguards into f foods and beverages <laughs> that are going to be leaving an area that at one time was a nuclear disaster. You you're wondering why it was seized? I don't know, maybe they had permission to make this. I, I, we need more information here. It says here, it seems that they are accusing us of using forged Ukrainian excise stamps. That was um, explained by Professor Smith, a scientist who spent many years studying the exclusion zone before setting up the Chernobyl Spirit Company with his Ukrainian colleagues. But this doesn't make sense since bottles are for the UK market, clearly labeled with valid UK excise stamps. It sounds like you got approved to make these beverages that were made with apples that grew on the Chernobyl soil. I don't know how that gets a thumbs up, but it's gotten this far somehow. The social enterprise company that makes Atomic, and by the way, they're calling it Atomic. I mean, this is very, hey, drink Atomic. It was made in Chernobyl. I mean, who's drinking this? Uh, Atomic is run by scientists who work in the 4,000-square-kilometer Chernobyl exclusion zone, an area abandoned after the catastrophic 1986 nuclear disaster that we're all familiar with. 
The studies done by these scientists have included growing experimental crops to find out if grains and other food grown in this area could be used to make products that are safe to consume by human beings. It says, Professor Smith says, uh, when we tasted the first atomic vodka martini in 2019, it was no more radioactive than any other regular vodka made in other places. Are you sure, buddy? I find that hard to believe. He and his colleagues have adjusted their recipe to make an apple-based spirit. Those apples are grown in the Naradici district, an area immediately outside the exclusion zone where agriculture and development is still very highly restricted. The company plans to use some of the profits from their beverages to help the communities in the Ukraine, including in Narodichi, that are still affected by the economic impact of this nuclear disaster. Well, I think that's lovely because you want to help the people in these areas get back to normalcy uh, or get them out of there if it's not safe. Uh, But it's been a few decades now. Maybe it's okay to be there. I don't know. Uh, To me, I'm like, you know, it's a large country. Why wouldn't you just move you know, 500 miles to the east or west or south or north or just, you know, and why make liquor from anything that's grown in the soil right now when you can do this anywhere else? Um, that seems strange to me, but what, what do I know? Uh, that all being said, I'm not going to say I wouldn't try the uh, the spirit. Why not? Why not give it a try? Maybe it'll get you extra messed up, you know, just uh, a little, ooh, a little, uh, Radiation in your shots, huh? Who wants some shots of radiation, huh? Step right on up. You have an unforgettable weekend. Yay! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A Spanish teacher is in trouble for sucking on someone's nipple during a Zoom classroom broadcast. (laughs) This is the actual title. Get a room, or at least wait until the class ends. A New York City high school Spanish teacher is in some pretty hot water for sucking on a companion's nipple as students watched on a video Zoom class. How, How does this happen? Amanda Fletcher, a 14-year veteran teacher, started fooling around in full view of her Columbia secondary school students during a class, the Department of Education reports. Uh, Here's a quote from one of the top school's investigators. While she was supposed to be teaching a class, Fletcher engaged in a clearly inappropriate and unprofessional act. What was the act? Well, video clips captured by her students show the teacher, Fletcher, rocking her head back and forth as she sucked on the unidentified companion's nipple, then gyrated her shoulders and smiled. Uh, Her companion doesn't say the gender of the companion right here, Uh, but you can, you know, either way, it's probably not okay to um, be on a Zoom video teaching conference call with your students. Who knows how many are on that Zoom broadcast, and then all of a sudden a nipple comes into frame, and then your mouth goes on that nipple. I mean, this isn't something. I mean, unless you're teaching a sex ed class, I mean, this is just, you know, it's just downright inappropriate to really. 
<laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Even it's inappropriate no matter what. You can't teach a class and show this. You can't be, you can't show this at all to, to kids. This is not not okay. This is no bueno, as they say in Spanish class. I took a little Spanish class myself. Uh, no bueno. Uh, it says here. Uh, Before the funny business, about two weeks after city schools resumed for remote learning amid the COVID-19 pandemic, students could see Fletcher scarfing spaghetti and her shirtless companion walk around in the background for several minutes as well. Uh, Wow, this was a second report. (laughs) So she was already turned in for uh, eating spaghetti during her Zoom conference (laughs) and a shirtless individual walking around in the background. (laughs) Obviously, she's not taking these Zoom classrooms seriously. Uh, the report urged that Fletcher, age 37, face some disciplinary action, but it's not clear if she's been punished. It did say that she resigned during the investigation. I mean, I don't know how you allow someone like this to keep, keep teaching. I mean, you have video evidence of this. That it's no longer a he said, she said thing. You have a situation where you have the video evidence of this teacher acting so over the top inappropriately that I don't, I don't see you being left with any other alternative than to you know, fire this person and they shouldn't be allowed to, you know, be part of any school district after this. But then again, you know, it's just hard to find some good teachers these days. It's almost like, it's almost like all she did was suck on a nipple during a zoom. Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. We have teachers doing crazy things. That's nothing. Have you seen the teachers in Florida? Have you been down there? (laughs) Yeah. Does a teacher sucking on an alligator's nipple in one of those zoom video conferences? (laughs) That's ridiculous. And do you not think this news is weird? Because I've been thinking it's weird AF. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, Frank Ocean, anybody? Uh, hey, what's up, y'all? I hope you had a nice weekend. This is uh, your trusty host. I want to thank everyone who reached out to me over the weekend. I got some calls I'm going to publish. I also got some really nice reviews of the podcast that I would like to read to you. Um, this one is from the 45s champion. I got five stars on Apple Podcast. Funny guy, they wrote. Funny guy. Then they wrote, he is funny. And that was it. That was all. (laughs) Thanks, 45's champion. Uh, Also, we got uh, someone named Mystique1224. Ooh, Mystique. That's a great great name. Long, awesome review, too. This is just, oh, man. Five stars. The most awesome smoking podcast, need I say, ever, in all caps. Thank you, Mystique. Mystique writes, this guy literally is awesome. He sure helped me get through this pandemic as possibly the only positive and funny podcast that I have in my whole set of podcasts. Florida Fridays is just another reason to look forward to Fridays and possibly the only thing I had to look forward to while I was trapped in the house. And he was trapped in the closet doing his podcast. Now, on a side note, I'm pretty sure he possibly is possibly close in age to me because the songs from the 90s that he whips out always have me singing along with him. I'm sure it's because we are both East Coast babies. Because to go from wherever I may roam to I want to get high from one day to the next is a gift that only 90s kids can bust out and sing along to. (laughs) This is tremendous. Hey, look, I just did Frank Ocean. Okay, so that's pretty, you know, we're talking 2010s at least. Um... Keep rocking, Jonesy. I'm, I'm finishing this long, awesome review. Keep rocking, Jonesy. I know I'm singing along with you here in Dirty Jersey. Ah, oh, Dirty Jersey. I love Jersey. Nice. I spent a lot of time in Jersey. Oh, it's dear to my heart. Uh, 
Hope this made you happy. Basically confirms I heard today's show, LOL. P.S. I wanted to write in when you were making songs out of what was written in, but I'm glad I didn't because if you just sing that that whatever, Wherever I May Roam Bob Marley remix, which, by the way, was dope AF, and end it with I Want to Get High, You Will Make My Day. Seriously, know you made a difference for a lot of us during this time. That makes, uh, that makes it extra dope, LOL. Now, that, this is just so touching, and I'm so grateful. It's like reviews like this and... Messages like this uh, that uh, honestly keep me going with this podcast because um, it's it's not <laughs> no, no let's be real here it's um, you know recording five days a week is is it's just not it just gets a little old right <laughs> weird news after you've been doing it for almost four years starts to get a little old so what keeps me going well people that appreciate it, that's what keeps keeps me going and you know when someone writes me a message like this it like lets me know that oh I'm helping people have a better day somewhere. And maybe not a lot of people, but maybe maybe a hundred people, maybe a couple hundred people, and that's enough to keep me doing this. Um, so thank you so much, Mystique. I really appreciate that. And you know the the fact that you pointed out some of the um, well, something that no one's ever said they've appreciated. Now nah, there's been a few people that have actually uh, wrote in to me. I'm thinking of like Ed from One uh, have written specifically to comment on some of the songs that I've been that I cover on here and parody. So this is pretty cool. I'm glad you appreciate those songs. I love it. I love to sing. Why not? Uh, it annoys a lot of people, though. I have to. Admit, I have to tell you, a lot of my uh, bad reviews specifically mention the singing. <laughs> so, so thanks for writing that you appreciate it. It'll, it keeps me going. Okay, so now on Amazon, two nice reviews. One from Anna or Anna. Anna wrote, uh, "Love it." Five stars. Uh, she writes, "As a masshole living outside of New England, I, I love getting my daily weekday fix of wicked smart assery. I love Jonesy's energy." I'm so glad I added this to my flash brief. I am glad you added it as well, my fellow mass hole. You are wicked smart and wicked awesome, and I'm wicked grateful for you leaving me this amazing review, Anna, and giving me five friggin' stars. How about them Red Sox, huh? Oh, guys, the Red Sox, they got 21 wins leading the major leagues as of yesterday with 21 wins. Hello. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, just got myself some uh, Boston Red Sox shorts. Uh, yeah, and some Boston Celtics shorts. Gonna be rocking that uh, when I go to boxing class. Uh, okay, TMI. Stacy Castle left me a message, uh, a review on Amazon as well. Five stars. Funny as hell. You're funny as hell, she writes. I look forward to your podcast, Jonesy. I can't believe anyone would give you a low review. I recently moved to Florida and started listening to you. I was like, where am I moving to? I was a little concerned, but I'm in my bubble at the Villages. The Villages. Didn't we write about a villager recently? Or we did a show about... There's a place called The Villages, and they, they call the people that live there villagers, apparently. She wrote, ever heard of it? You need to come here and do a comedy show here in Florida. I think you could freak more new Floridians out. Just a thought. Keep it up. I love your show. You're funny as hell. I would love to go to Florida and do a comedy show, but I have a feeling I'd be assassinated on stage for <laughs> for just making fun of Florida for the last three and a half years. That <laughs> can't get me anywhere. <laughs> hey, that's the guy that made fun of us. Even wrote He even wrote a song about how we suck and how alligators are everywhere. Oh, shoot. Ham in my AR-15. And then it's over for me. Oh, imagine the headline. Floridian that... I mean, it's Floridian. <laughs> Terrible. A mass hole that disses Florida for years, recording in a closet, was assassinated on a Florida stage. Uh, that could be a headline. Anyways, thank you guys for the reviews. That was four amazing reviews, and it just totally, totally made my day. 
you guys could leave reviews on Amazon or Apple Podcasts. That seems to be the place to do it, and uh, it's so appreciative. I'll know, you know, I'll get it if you leave it on there. So that's nice. That's nice to to hear. And uh, yeah, helpful. What else did I want to say? Oh, uh, yes. I hope you had a nice weekend. Already said that. And um, what else? If you want to support the show, you can leave a review um, or just tell a friend to listen to the show. That's helpful as well. Hey, you know, we're all listening to podcasts now. Everybody has a, a podcast that they're crazy about. We're just sharing them with friends and family, coworkers, your cellmate, maybe your parole officer, whatever you got going on, your drug dealer. Well, next time your drug dealer or parole officer asks you, hey, what podcast are you listening to? Say, hey, man, have you heard Weird AF News, man? It's a a five-day-a-week weird news podcast, the only one of its kind. No one does weird news five days a week. It's kind of like CNN and NPR, you know? It's uh, Except for not, you know, the production isn't so great. It's a a guy in his closet, just one guy all alone. And uh, he's kind of funny sometimes. Sometimes he's rude. Uh, Sometimes he pisses me off, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And his singing, pretty terrible at times. But uh, hey, you know, you learn something about the world, and once in a while you get a laugh. And of course, if you can't stay in Florida, you're going to love Weird AF News. So get on it, guys. Jonesy, you know how I feel about this. How dare you speak ill of the man, the myth, the legend that is the Burger King? He's brought us such wonderful things as chicken fries and onion rings that have only give you mild heartburn and not to be forgotten in this rant. With the double whopper with cheese. Oh, Josie, I gotta hit the drive through. I'll get back to you. Hey, Jonesy, this is Weirdo, and I just wanted to say hi. I love your show. Thank you for getting me up in the morning to something other than, you know. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. In regards to your story from Florida Fridays about the Florida mother who watched and, I guess, uh, videotaped from maybe with her camera or something, her daughter being paddled by the school principal, and the child was also held by a a school clerk as well or something while this happened. Um, I'm guessing that the mother was there watching because – Permission is probably required by the parent. Uh, corporal punishment in public schools is allowed in 18 states in the United States, and the rules vary. Um, even though it's allowed by the state, individual school districts within the state can ban it. And in some of those states, uh, prior permission is required at the beginning of the school year for by parents for the school to do it. And in some of those, the parents have to be there while the uh, spanking is done. It's usually done with a paddle made out of wood or plexiglass. And um, some of the schools can just do it when the problem happens or sometimes the parent has to be there. So I'm not really sure what's going on here and why the district attorney is looking at charges for this principal and uh, the clerk because, um, you know, it, it probably was uh, allowed in that in that school district, uh, unless it was one where it was it was banned by that school district. But um, paddling is allowed in 18 states in the United States, and it's 
in public schools, and it's allowed in 48 states in private schools. Uh, the only states that ban it altogether are Iowa, where I live, and in New Jersey. It was addressed in the Supreme Court in a case back in 1977 where the court ruled five to four to uphold it. Uh, the, they said it was not cruel and unusual punishment because it did not apply to criminal activity, so that it didn't protect the rights of the children on that basis. Anyway, crazy story, and so I'm not really sure why the charges are being given, but um, there's a little enlightenment for that situation. But Florida is one of the states that allows it, and it's mostly – uh, South and Midwest schools that allow it, but even Colorado and Arizona uh, allow it in public schools. So there you go. Anyway, take care, everyone. Be safe. Hey, Jonesy. This is Reader Rabbit. I uh, saw that article about the teacher hitting or principal hitting the kid. The parent didn't speak any English. He just went there to pay the bill for the scratch computer like they asked and then started talking about hitting her daughter. She didn't understand, so she started recording it to try to prove what was happening. That principal was off her rocker, man. She's all over there talking about how she'd do it to her daughter. She's glad she's not her daughter. Yeah, no, that's crazy. What is crazy? Thank you. For everything you do, Jonesy, you really make me laugh. Appreciate it. Have a good day.